the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Hello, everyone. Peace of Christ with you. This is Al Fadi, and I'm so excited about starting a new video series that will have different topics with our dear brother, Rob Christian. And today's uh, episode is going to deal with something interesting. We've heard about Allah having 99 names. In fact, they're always called the 99 beautiful names, Asma'ullah al-Husna in Arabic. But, you know, here is here is a, a side note. You will not find a 99 list of names in the Quran. In fact, the Quran gives you even more. But what is so troubling about that is that some of those names are really problematic and in fact, today, myself and Rob are going to show you that they will give us, without a shadow of a doubt, a proof that those names belong to Satan. With that in mind, I want to welcome our dear brother, Rob. Rob, thank you so much, brother, for taking the time to be with us here. And as always, um, it is a blessing uh, to work with you. And uh, I'm always uh, amazed and uh, blessed by the research that you do, brother, because you always use the Islamic sources uh, from its primary uh, basically, uh, uh, you know, foundations. So uh, what uh, what is it that we need to cover here today to prove that Allah has names that belong to Satan, actually? Yeah, uh, again, brother, thank you for inviting me to do uh, multiple videos about the Islamic topics. God bless you. Uh, God bless uh, the team that is working hard to uh, do all these videos and uh, live shows. Uh, well, uh, regarding the topic uh, about the 99 names of Allah, um, I find it troubling that many Muslims don't know that Allah has at least five names that proves that he is nobody else than Satan in disguise. I mean, uh, Satan has a lot of power on this planet and he can actually uh, trick anybody thinking that he is a prophet of God. Well, it's Satan that is behind everything. And today uh, in this video, we're going to sh show everybody that Allah is nobody else than Satan and even Muhammad. Muhammad himself does not know or did not know 1400 years ago what Allah would do to him. Amen. With that in mind, uh, let us uh, do this. So go ahead, brother. Uh, I think you have yeah. some slides you're going to share with us. Yes, if I'm able to show my slide. Okay. Here's the first question uh, that, you know, should be troubling uh, for any Muslim. Did Muhammad himself know what Allah would do to him? That's the million-dollar question that we need to ask the shiuch, uh, maybe a sheikh from Al-Azhar or maybe a student of knowledge or a Muslim apologist who can answer this question. Because if we go to the Quran, we see that Muhammad did not know. If we switch a slide here, we see uh, in Surah Al-Haqqaf, Ayah 9, that we see here on the screen, it says, Muhammad saying, Allah saying to, to Muhammad, say, قُلْ يَا Muhammad, 
right, in context. I am not a new thing among the messengers, meaning Muhammad is not the first or <laughs> not the first messenger to come and deliver the message from God. I.e., I'm not the first messenger, nor do I know what will be done with me or with you. Wait a second. According to the Quran, according to the Quran, if we show the next uh, slide, in Surah An-Najm, for example, it says, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيًا يُوحَى Meaning, Muhammad is basically the walking, talking, divine revelation from Allah. But yeah. how does Muhammad... He is the Muhammad... mouthpiece of God. He is the mouthpiece exactly. of God. Yeah. So everything that comes out of his mouth should be divine revelation from Allah through Jibreel to Muhammad. So should Allah not have told his supposed best creation, the final prophet, the seal of all the prophets, that you're going to be guaranteed of heaven. But here, Muhammad clearly states in Surah Al-Aqqaf, Ayah 9, that he does not know what Allah would do to him. And that's a really damaging, damaging statement that we see here in the Quran. That's so true, brother. Muslims, I, I want to yeah. say two things about this. One, it is troubling for all Muslim friends because there is no assurance of their salvation. But it is even more troubling that it appears that Allah doesn't even know if Muhammad is his mouthpiece. Exactly, exactly. So if Muhammad doesn't know, how do the Muslims know what their salvation is? Does any Muslim know if he will go to hellfire or maybe you will go to Jannah and enjoy the many Hur al-Ain? That's a question for any Muslim. And for me, if I was truly a, a seeker of truth, I would not accept Muhammad because how can the final prophet not know what Allah would do to him? Are you not receiving divine revelation uh, over and over? You should know. So this is a disaster on itself. If we continue, for example, uh, here are... Here's another ayah that we can find in the Quran. Uh, Muhammad is uh, basically, uh, uh, you know, addressing people. And it says, if you are, right, if you are on, uh, on the tariq al-haq, right, if you are on the right path, uh, you know, uh, Allah, uh, God will guide you. But it's, we are not sure. So indeed, either we or you are upon guidance or in open air. Again, Shouldn't the final prophet, the seal of all the prophets who Muslims claim that's Muhammad, should he not know? Is it <laughs> yes or no? Which, which one is it? Right. So still Muhammad cannot tell us if, uh, he, 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 if he's on the right path or not. And this is really damaging. It is. So the, the million dollar question is, how does the messenger of Allah, the final prophet, the seal of all the prophets, not know if he's on the right path, Al-Huda, or the dark path, the Dalal. So, brother, what do you think about this? Uh, if, if you are a Muslim, should you put your trust and salvation on the line for in such a prophet? Of course not. I mean, this is the million-dollar question, like you said, brother. Uh, if, if I am a Muslim today, and knowing what I know about these kind of troubling statements made by someone, like you stated it clearly from the Quran, who is supposedly the mouthpiece of Allah, yet he has no assurance of even what his end game is going to look like. Where is he headed? How can I follow someone that is literally the blind leading the blind? I mean, that's the definition of a blind leading the blind. Exactly. And here's a list of names that I want to share with everybody that should allow any person, any human who is seeking for the truth to consider not to accept Islam, not to accept Allah and actually uh, uh Take his conclusion that Allah is nobody else but Satan in disguise. Satan, the best deceiver. Look, the first name. This is, by the way, again, five names that I found 
for Allah. Muslims claim Allah has 99 names. So here are five names out of the 99 names. Read with me. Al-Mutakabbir, the arrogant one. The arrogant. Allah is arrogant? Hmm. Where do we find this, brother? Doesn't sound like God to me. How can God be arrogant? Name number two. Name number two. Adar, the distresser. Someone who distresses you. Should God not give you comfort? Not only that. A true living God. Yeah. He's the one that, uh, another meaning for it. He's the one who caused you harm. Yes. Yes, exactly. Here, name number three, Al-Mudil or Al-Muzil, the humiliator. God will humiliate people. Doesn't sound like God to me. It sounds like Satan again. And very famous one, number four, Al-Makir, the deceiver. Right, the deceiver. Uh, brother, you are an Arabic speaker. I'm an Arabic speaker. When you, when you use the word Makir in any context, is it a negative thing? Is it a, an evil thing to use? Of course. I mean, I, I dare anyone to go to a, an Arabic-speaking president or a boss, just a boss in general at your workplace and say, hey, I, 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 you look like al-makir, a, a, a deceiver to me. And let me know if that boss took it lightly and took it positively. If they don't take it that way, how can you call Allah this way? Yeah, and uh, Allah in chapter 3, Surah Ali Amran, Ayah 54, he used... This name, look. And Muslims will do all kinds of mental gymnastics and duct taping using false translation. No, the meaning is not planned. As you see on the screen, this is a false translation. Any Arabic speaker, and the brother already explained it. Allah is clearly the best of deceivers. So he is the deceiver, as we showed you in the last slide. So Allah is the best deceiver, meaning... Nobody can out-deceive Allah. Again, prove, another proof that Allah is Satan. And the last name, this is the one that I gave Allah and I have proved why I'm giving it to Allah. Al-Fattan, the mischief maker. Brother, when you hear such a name, is this fitting for a living God who should be all-loving, all-merciful? Of course not. And and here is the troubling part. They call those the beautiful names of Allah. What is so beautiful about these? Yeah, exactly. And this information, you'll see why I gave Allah this name. If we go to the following slide here, look what it says. Do you hear the word fitnatan? So who is Allah, who is causing the mischief? Fitna means mischief, right? In the lands, let's say, Allah is the one causing mischief among human beings. So again, do you see why I gave Allah yep. the mischief maker? And look how, how the translators usually uh, do, um, again, uh, mental gymnastics here. They call it trial. No, no, no. There is trial. a different word for that. Tajriba, imtihan, ikhtibar. Those are the words that will be translated as trial, not this one. Yeah, exactly. And you see here, the word is fitna, fitnatan. So Allah is the one. I, I want to for everybody to, to make it clear. Uh, please focus. It literally says that Allah is the one who is causing fitna among the people. So do you see why I gave Allah the last name, Al-Fattan, the mischief maker? So he is the one who is causing mischief, mm-hmm. trouble among people. And this is, as you see, Another disaster for any Muslim who will claim that Allah is the perfect God 
trying to uh, send the perfect message for all mankind. Uh, is that true? You can be the judge of that, my friends. Amen. Amen. Uh, and yeah, brother, you want to add something? I was just going to say that this is really a, a wonderful one because it's a very simple uh, list. And, and this is why these shows, by the way, that I'll be doing with my brother here are going to be very short, succinct, going to the point. Just look at the list, my Muslim friend, and tell us, do these names look like beautiful names to you? And would you like to follow a God that is bragging about himself, calling himself in such way, or at least ascribing to himself things like Al-Fatan, for instance, came from the fact that he causes fitna. Exactly. And the uh, uh, last ayah that I want to show you is chapter 14, Surat Ibrahim, ayah 4. It says literally here that Allah is the one who is uh, le- leading people astray. Meaning Allah misguides, right? Allah the misguider, he misguides whoever he likes and he guides whoever he likes. So basically in the hands of Allah, you're nothing but a puppet and Allah is the puppeteer. If Allah for one day decides, even if you are the best Muslim, you are doing zakat, you're praying five times a day. Allah one day can decide for you to misguide you out of Islam. So why should you trust Allah in any shape or form, brother? Exactly. And here you have two more names, Al-Hadi, which we know is there, and Al-Mudil. He's the one who misguides you also. Exactly. So again, Muslimin, what is your assurance? What is your uh, 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 guarantee that one day, for some reason, Allah might decide for you, even if you are doing the best uh, possible way to be the a follower of Islam. You know, you're practicing Muslim. You are not trying to hurt anybody. But Allah, for some reason, might even misguide the best among you, Muslims. So, what kind of God is this? Truly, this cannot be God, as we showed you. Nobody else but Satan in disguise. Please leave Islam and come back home to your Lord and my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, brother. Well, thank you so much. And I'm uh, really uh, excited about this. Uh, a very short video series because it goes straight to the point and I look forward to the next one. Thank you everyone for joining us. This is Al-Fadi over and out. God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Let Us Reason with Al-Fadi. We depend on the generous gifts of our supporters to produce this program. To join us in this work, go to patreon.com and search for Sira International. That's C-I-R-A International. You can also donate through PayPal. Go to sirainternational.com to learn more. Your support will help us continue introducing Muslims to the gospel of Christ. Now, back to Let Us Reason. Today, we are going to talk about the fact that the prophet of Islam, who supposedly is a warner, someone that Allah sent to guide mankind to himself, meaning to Allah, uh, to Jannah, uh, to paradise, uh, allegedly came to basically fight against idolatry. But what if we prove to you that the very man that Allah picked for himself to fight idolatry used to have idols even after he was called to be a prophet? With that in mind, I want to turn our attention now to our dear brother. Brother Rob, uh, welcome back. Thank you, dear brother. Thank you for inviting me again to do another topic, a damaging topic actually today uh, regarding the worship of idol by the final prophet, uh, the best of example, the seal of all the prophets, Muhammad, as the Muslims claimed for the last 1400 years. Uh, Okay, the topic again is Muhammad keeping idols inside of his house 
And even Allah needs to remind him, Ya Muhammad, stop worshipping idols. And as you see here on the screen, uh, this is chapter 74, ayah 5. Chapter 74, ayah 5, it says, وَالرُّجْسَ fahjur." In context, Allah is saying to Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, stop worshipping idols. And here is the proof. On the next slide, if we look at chapter 74, Al-Muddathir, chronological order, chronological order is that this chapter is the fourth chapter supposedly that Muhammad received from Allah. And the one million dollar question is, why in the fourth chapter, which is chapter 74, Allah needs to remind Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, stop worshipping idols. Should it not Muhammad understood from the very first chapter already that he should never ever worship idols yep. and not commit shirk? And here's the proof. Ya ayyuhal muddathir, O the cloaked one, or, or maybe, uh, or, uh, or basically, O uh, the one who puts a robe or a garment on him. In context, it's about Muhammad. Many Muslims confuse this uh, chapter that it's about them. No, it's about Muhammad. And this translator was nice enough to put the name of Muhammad, as you see here. So it's about Muhammad. So Allah says to Muhammad, Ya ayyuhal muddathir, Qum fa'undir, rise up and warn, وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرْ Meaning, say takbir, right? Say takbir. And ayah 4, وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَهِّرْ And keep your clothes clean. Maybe ask Aisha to, you know, close, uh, you know, keep your clothes clean or maybe scratch the semen off your clothes. And the last ayah, وَالرُّجْسَ فَهْجُرْ And Ya Muhammad, again, Muhammad, Allah is saying to Muhammad, and stay away from idols. Stay away from idols. Now, if we go to any tafsir, let's say we go to the Kram de la Kram himself, At-Tabari, one of the most earliest tafsir books by At-Tabari, Al-Mufassir At-Tabari, we see that it's truly about Muhammad. Look, tafsir At-Tabari for the same chapter, chapter 74, Surah Al-Muddathir, Ayah 5. Man al-Kalam, what does Ar-Rujsa Fahjur? Man al-Kalam, meaning the meaning of the verse or the meaning of the words. Meaning, and Ya Muhammad, as we showed you, it's about Muhammad, and stop worshipping idols, Ya Muhammad, and abandon their service. And that's so very why damaging. in the, yeah. That's and why, very damaging, why, brother. He is still serving the, idols. Yes. Well, this is the fourth chapter again. Remind yourself, this is the fourth chapter that Allah sent supposedly through Jibreel to Muhammad, and still Allah needs to warn Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, please, please, for the love of my shin, stop worshipping idols. Why are you being a mushrik while well, I already sent you down the Quran? This right. is the fourth chapter, brother. And Isn't let, this damaging for any Muslim? Absolutely. And let me say this, brother. This in and of itself is damaging to the fact that Muhammad himself didn't even believe he was a prophet. If he believed he was a prophet, why would he continue with this form of worship? worshiping idols and serving them, meaning presenting probably sacrifices to them, doing whatever it takes to serve them. If he was buying it, that he was a prophet, why in the world would Allah have to send him a fourth chapter or a fourth, basically, uh, revelation to at least remind him that he should abandon these things? Exactly, exactly. I mean, uh, should this not be, again, as we mentioned in an earlier video, should this not be the walking, talking divine revelation of Allah himself, Muhammad? I mean, doesn't, doesn't the Quran in Surah Al-Najm said uh, that uh, Muhammad does not get anything from himself? Everything that he speaks is divine revelation from Allah. So why is Allah not reminding Muhammad, Ya Muhammad, you from 
the very first chapter, right? That let's say when he received in Cave uh, Hira, Muhammad was told that you are a prophet. You are a prophet, and, and Jibril squeezed him. Muhammad should have already un- understood. Hey, there is only one God, and I should stop worshiping idols. But still, in the fourth chapter, in this very chapter, Muhammad is still worshiping idols, and here is more. Brother, you want to add something on top of this? Like I said, brother, I mean, it's it's damaging in of itself. By the way, this is why Muslims will tell you Al-Muzammil and Al-Mudathir, I think it's 72 and 74, they want to claim that those were uh, came first. Now they want to abandon the idea that 96 was the first revelation. Why? Because it's embarrassing. It is absolutely exactly. embarrassing to see what's going on here. Exactly, exactly. And here is more proof, my friends. Here is a book by the, the Imam Abu Hanifa, Right, the Imam Abu Hanifa, one of the founders of the four uh, madhabs, Abu Hanifa, in his Musnad Abu Hanifa, in Musnad al-Imam al-Azim, by Imam Abu Hanifa, the founder of the Hanafi uh, Sunni school, that Abu Hanifa, in his book, we can see on page 589, the following damaging hadith. And he's one of the followers, he's one of the tabi'een, by the way. Exactly. Brother, uh, since uh, Muslims claim that we do not know Arabic, would you be so kind to read uh, the words that are highlighted, brother, uh, all the way to the last part? In the, yeah, the word that, that is underlined here, uh, reported uh, from Abu Hanifa, basically, and it says, إِنَّهُ كَانَ عَلَّقَ فِي بَيْتِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ سِتْرًا فِيهِ تَمَاثِيلٍ so what does uh, that mean, brother? People, you'll see the English there. There was a yeah. curtain, basically a curtain wall in the house of the Prophet of Allah, which there was in it statues, meaning idols on it. Then it says, Jibril." So Jibril stayed away, meaning slowed down on coming down to Muhammad and giving him revelations. Then after that, he came back and said to Muhammad, uh, meaning Muhammad is asking, Why did you slow down? What made you stay away from me? Not bring in revelations, technically. Here is the second line that has an underline under it. Qal, this is Jibreel, is saying, Inna la fihi kalbun wala We do not enter a house that has a dog and also have statues in it. So if you're a dog lover out there, I'm sorry, Gabriel is not going to enter your house. Good for you. Go ahead, brother. Exactly. So, brother, please remind me again, because... Maybe we forgot the following uh, thing. Muhammad is already a prophet and he does not understand even when he's div- uh, getting divine revelation and Jibril continuously coming to him. Still, Muhammad doesn't understand that he cannot keep idols in his house, images and idols in his house. That's what right. kind of prophet this is? How is this the best example for mankind to follow? Yeah, yeah Muslimin. He, he was slow in why, understanding, I guess. Yeah, why would why would the final prophet, after receiving so many chapters and so many ayahs and verses in the Quran, still is he is keeping statues, idols, images inside his house? This is damaging. And Muslims dare to say, "Well, Muhammad uh, uh, never committed shirk." I think, brother, you know, I think that Muhammad loved fine art. This is why, you know, Muslims want to convince us that Muhammad was having uh, images inside his house, tamathil and images, right? And then look how Gabriel, the reason? absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and brother, look what Gabriel's answer was. He didn't say destroy the idols. He said, just cut their heads. I mean, again, this is a typical Islamic uh, way of handling problems, cutting heads. Yeah. But uh, in other words, it's okay to leave the body, you know, but just cut the head. Really? I mean, is that what it is? So what about the body? It's not still a statue that you can worship? Exactly. Now, for the Muslims who say, you know, uh, 
uh, you know Imam Abu Hanifa is a is a munafiq he's a, oh yeah of course you know, he's a, you know he's Ahlul Bid'ah you know what about the following hadith maybe you know Abu Hanifa did not know what he was talking about here is another hadith this is Sunan Abi Daud as you see Sunan Abi Daud hadith number 4158 we can read narrated Abu Huraira the messenger of Allah said Jibril, there's nothing called Gabriel, it's Jibril. Jibril came to me and said, I came to you last night and was prevented from entering basically his house, entering the house, simply because there were images at the door. And the word again in the Arabic is tamathil. So Muhammad used to keep tamathil, images or statues, at the door. For there was a decorated curtain with images on it also inside the house. Brother, yeah, yeah you see... Over I mean, well, over. Muhammad was fully decorated uh, prophet. That's for sure. We can say that yeah. much. Yeah, Brother, I'm fully convinced that Muhammad was not a mushrik. He simply loved fine art. He loved to be uh, a collector of art. This is why he was having statues, idols, and images in his house. Right, brother? That That's what true. the Muslims I, mean, I, I did talk about this in one of the other uh, previous shows related to the fact that Muhammad did keep idols. And also, they were idols made out of Muhammad himself. I mean, that Muslims also had in their homes up until almost the 12th century. Exactly. And we already showed you, right, from chapter 74, that Muhammad still is getting warnings from Allah. Ya Muhammad, stop committing shirk. Stop worshipping idols. Stay away from idols. Right? Uh, stop worshipping idols, uh, Ya Muhammad. And Muhammad's still not getting, he's, he's not getting the, the, the message. This is damaging for to claim, to call him the final prophet, Ya Muslim. Please stay away from Islam. Drop Muhammad the Mushrik and come back home to your Lord and my Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah. Thank you so much because our Lord actually did not come to uh, basically um, endorse the worship of idols. He came to restore our broken relationship with God. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one goes to heaven, basically, except through him. So that's why we invite you, our Muslim friends, to come home, come to Jesus. Thank you, brother. And brother, I want, thank you. I want to add one thing before we uh, close this video. Yes, In chapter 4, Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 48, just to make things clear, Allah made it clear, Indeed, Allah said, Allah does not forgive shirk association with him, but he forgives what is less than that. So meaning, if we add one plus one, Muhammad was a mushrik, he kept idols in his house, Allah needs to continuously reminding him, yeah, Muhammad, stop worshipping idols. Yet, Allah here in chapter 4, ayah 48, clearly states that he does not forgive any shirk. Does that mean, brother, that Muhammad himself is now as we speak in hellfire, according to the logic of the Quran? Absolutely, and no wonder Muhammad in chapter 46, verse 9, wasn't so sure what's going to be done to him because he wasn't even convinced that he's saved. Amen. All right. Thank you, Amen, my brother. brother. Thank you, everyone. Um, hope to see you again in yet another one of those short videos about another damaging topic related to either Muhammad, Allah, or Islam in general. This is Al-Fadi over and out. God bless you. Take care. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.